It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome into another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I am your cover athlete for PHNX, the video game. This guy is the runner-up. He's also the vice mayor and the thunderstick, the one and only Jesse Friedman. Do we have a video game? Um, we should have a video game. It would what be, would a PHNX video game entail? Like what would the like, object of this video game It would be, be like a job simulator game where you would be given tasks to do and you would have to accomplish them. Maybe there would be some puzzle aspects to it. Most of it would be running away from Saul. That's what I feel like. That's fair. That's you know, fair. Saul would be like, like if, he, if he touched you, it would be game over kind of thing. <laughs> right? Uh, anyway, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. They love video games over there, too, but make sure to check out their app. It is America's top-rated sportsbook app. Uh, welcome in, guys. Of course, we have lots to talk about today. Uh, most of it's us just being petty about the fact that Jazz Chisholm <laughs> is the cover athlete for MLB The Show 2023. Let's just rip the Band-Aid off and take Let's Do we have a look at that right now? I mean, this is what we are talking about. This is what we're here for. Uh, and can uh, I just say, regardless of how you feel about Jazz Chisholm being on the cover, it's a pretty sick cover. Oh, it's a it's a great cover. It's one From of a design yeah, one of the standpoint. Better co- yeah, correct. It's really cool. You'll we've seen a lot of covers. We've seen people like make up mock ups and stuff. People they that they thought that should be on the cover. Uh, I know we have a long list of people we think should be on the cover. Uh, we have both logical reasons and petty reasons, like I said, but. Uh, I guess uh, uh, Michael Rokicki in the comments says, all right, I'm not here for the jazz hate. I'm totally okay with him being on the cover. And I uh, appreciate the input on that. And I agree. From Do Jesse. you? Do I, you? No, no, no. I agree <laughs> with Jesse that it's a great looking cover. I also agree with what a lot of people are saying. He's an exciting player. He's very fun. Uh, he's got a big personality. I just don't know if that is enough. Uh, for you to deserve to be on the cover of MLB The Show, right? And we're going to get into the idea of it being some sort of, uh, I guess, recognition, if you want to call it that. But uh, we, we we have our own reasons to be petty. Yes, we, uh, we, we, we are still not over losing Jazz Chisholm. We're kind of okay with the guy we got in return, right? <laughs> so this trade isn't one that we regret. It's just, once again, seeing a player like this that was once connected to the Arizona Diamondbacks franchise kind of getting all of this hype and hoopla about him when, in, in all honesty, the numbers don't really support him being considered one of the best in the game that should be on the cover of the annual video game. MLB The Show is kind of, you know, it's it's like Madden, right? It's a big deal to be on the cover of the show. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. So let's look at the history of MLB The Show cover athletes, yeah, right? Please. Like, like, what is the precedent please. that they have set over the years? So. 
First game ever, 2006, David Ortiz, right? Yeah. Big poppy. Big poppy. Can't go wrong with that. Yep. 2007, David Wright. 2008, Ryan Howard. 09, Dustin Pedroia. 2010, and 11, Joe Maurer. 2012, Adrian Gonzalez, Andrew McCutcheon, Miguel Cabrera, Yasiel Puig, Josh Donaldson, Ken Griffey Jr., Aaron Judge, Bryce Harper, Javier Baez, Fernando Tatis Jr., last year, Shohei Otani. Never, no complaints about that. And Jazz Chisholm. Yeah. 2023 right uh-huh. it has a one of these is not like the other yeah right it, yeah. it kind of has that feel to it because jazz chisholm as you as you alluded to is not an established player in this league right and he had a he had an extraordinary you know couple months to open last year he was an all-star last year because of that um he was very very good right i know the batting average wasn't that great but if you look at at the peripherals and whatnot jazz chisholm really seemed to be on the verge of a breakout year and then he got hurt and then he didn't play the rest of the year and he played 60 games all season and if you look at his numbers over the course of his career he's been basically a league average baseball player just a little bit above league average baseball player right um, so I, I get that, um, you know, there's another side of this where you're thinking about his personality and just his brand. And from that standpoint, I think Jazz Chisholm is a great choice for a cover athlete of MLB The Show, right? But if you just think about like where we've been as far as MLB The Show covers are concerned, they haven't had a player like Jazz Chisholm on on that list, yeah. right? Uh, there are a couple names that I will point out. Yasiel Puig, right? Yasiel Puig. No longer plays in Major League Baseball because he didn't have staying power in this league. He was still a cover athlete. But if you look at his numbers, the two seasons prior to the year he was on the MLB The Show cover, he was a darn good baseball player when he first came up. And of course, he had the brand to go with that. The other name is is Javier Baez that stands out to me as a player who was, you know, very good, maybe not elite at that point. I think his uh, charisma probably played into him, you know, getting... Uh, getting that nod as the cover athlete that year. It was not immediately after the Cubs World Series. It was 2020. Uh, The Cubs won it in 2016. But again, if you look at Javier Baez's numbers leading up to that season, he wasn't like elite elite, but he was a very good baseball player and and an excellent defender, right? I know now he hasn't been quite as good since since coming over to the Tigers. So I just, just going from Shohei Otani to Jazz Chisholm, like that's a really a really really big difference compared to not only Shohei Otani but you know all of the athletes that MLB the show has used uh for almost two decades it's it's just a change of course for them uh there's been 11 teams i believe they said that have been recognized on the cover of MLB the show Diamondbacks uh, not one of them not one of them definitely not but i believe Randy Johnson was on the cover of was it MVP baseball maybe back in the early 2000s Maybe someone can confirm that. I yeah. feel like I remember that growing up, seeing Randy Johnson on the cover of one of those games, uh, but never never on MLB The Show have we seen a Diamondback. Uh, Brian Abdallah says, who picks the cover? Is it just the game people? Yeah, I think so. I don't think that they had any kind of vote or anything. I, I do know that one thing I saw in response to this on non-sports-related websites, because I think a lot of baseball fans know who Jazz Chisholm is, but uh, on, on like IGN's post about it, there were a lot of who... Uh, remarks, which I think is another thing here. It's not taking anything away from jazz, but there are a ton of players that have uh, kind of uh, name brand recognition that that people that don't really watch baseball would still know. I'm not suggesting 
Aaron Judge gets it twice, but Aaron Judge would have been a better selection, I feel like, even though he's uh, already been Aaron on Judge board. getting it twice. I don't know if you want to repeat the same guy. No. I, there are plenty of other players that you could put on there without repeating anyone. There are. There are. And, of course, uh, we have plenty of ideas when it comes to that. Uh, Jesse. You want me? You want me to list them? Do you have a list? Perhaps I, I do. Uh, Jesse has a list. Uh, I have a list so. of twenty-five players that I think are more deserving cover athletes for MLB The Show. And I'm going to drink this beer while he gives and you're you all gonna, twenty-five. Okay. All right. Go? I was going to talk about them like one by one, no, but I'm just going to list them rapid fire. List, if yep. any names stand out to you along the way, we can talk about them afterwards. Go ahead. All right. Here we go. Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, Mike Trout, Manny Machado, Freddie Freeman. Francisco Lindor, Jordan Alvarez, Jose Altuve, Mookie Betts, Rafael Devers, Juan Soto, Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, Spencer Strider, Corbin Burns, Sandy Alcantara, Zach Gallen, Julio Rodriguez, Adley Rutschman, Garrett Cole, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Xander Bogarts, Trey Turner, Carlos Correa, Edwin Diaz. You good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Um, all 25. Better, 25, all Derek. All better choices. Um. Would Jazz have been selected if he still played for the Diamondbacks? No. It's that no. easy. He's not wrong. I don't, I don't think Prove so. Him wrong. I don't think so, at least. I'm curious what people have to say in the chat. And I know there's a case to be made that, like, well, if, if we're comparing the Diamondbacks market with the Marlins market, right? I mean, the Marlins do worse in attendance than the Diamondbacks do. Correct. So why are we suggesting that the Marlins that, that Jazz Chisholm gets some advantage playing with the Marlins? I still think there's something to be said for Miami as a city. Miami as a city, yeah. just like the culture there. It's a very colorful, unique, right? American city. Um, and there's also the fact that I don't know. Like, I just think I have a hard time seeing MLB the show ever stretching themselves to put an Arizona Diamondback on the cover unless mm -hmm. it's unless it's very, very clear that, you know, they have a player that that warrants that. So my hypothesis is that they would not have put Jazz Chisholm on the cover if he was still with the Diamondbacks, but I'm curious what you all think. Let's take a look at one of the, some of those covers would have looked like. We got some from Twitter that we had. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Jesse. Julio Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez. Julio is by far, Rodriguez. That's by far my pick for, for, for when you talk about a young athlete yeah. that came onto the scene in 2022 and not only had success, but literally became a name that everybody started to know. That's the guy. And if you wanted to go with a young guy that deserves it and is also exciting, they're, they're, that's the guy. I mean, that's just the guy. Let, what else we got? Pat Holberg. Perfect game. World Series. <laughs> umpire. Better choice here, Jesse. <laughs> that's an absolute better choice. Uh, you brought up Carlos Correa. How about <laughs> oh Carlos Correa in all of his uniforms? How about that? Let's go. That's incredible. That's exciting. That's, that's um, incredible. <laughs> we also have our own more obvious candidates for D-backs fans. These are guys that I know every D-back fan will agree with would have made a better choice than Jazz Chisholm. First, let's take a look at the guy we got because of him. Look at that cover, Jesse. Yeah. I mean, you put him on that background with that gold, with the gold. I mean, I think the I think those colors are kind of distinctly Miami Marlins color, so no, it's a bit of an offset. No, but, um, the Miami Marlins do not use those colors, Jesse. They are not purple or teal. That's fair, right? I mean, they they do pink. have. I guess they don't have pink. No, I guess they don't have pink. No. You're right. There yeah. there's some overlap with their color scheme, but it's not the exact Marlins colors. Uh, yeah, no, I think Zach Gallen probably probably has a better case than than Jazz Chisholm, at least in terms of like on field performance. Like Zach Correct. Gallen is a more established. Major league player at this point has contributed more in the big league level in his career than Jazz Chisholm has. 
I do want to play devil's advocate on this no. real quick, though. Um, kind of to what Michael said in the chat earlier, and I'm sure that he's not the only person who feels this way. Uh, Jazz Chisholm is an incredible story, right? He came over from the Bahamas. He was signed as an international amateur when he was probably about 16 years old. It's an incredible story. And I love that Major League Baseball is showcasing that. And, and I mean, if you've heard any interviews or anything with Jazz Chisholm, you know how colorful his personality is, how just kind of hilarious and quirky he is as, as, a, as a human being. Um, and there's something to be said for putting a guy with that kind of charisma on the front cover of MLB The Show. I mean, so I do get it. It's just I, I don't I don't disagree with you. Uh, but if you want to talk about a guy that has a great story, let's put this guy up there. This is the one all D-backs fans want to see. And if you're talking about guys with charisma, you're talking about guys with a great st story. It's this guy that hurt himself and used it to become a scout, basically, and become better <laughs> and learn the game of baseball more than he ever did. And now look at him. He's most people's number one prospect going into 2023. That's exciting. But if you want a real story, Jesse, if you want a real story. Well, what do we, who do we want? We want Mason Saunders. That's who we want. Ah, we're throwing Mason Saunders there up there, right? <laughs> this, this version of the show. I'm trying to make like real rational arguments. You're putting that picture on look, the screen. Look, this version of the show has a side quest where <laughs> you actually have to, uh, go to a rodeo you have to raise a horse ah there's a whole <laughs> cowboy simulation that's attached to that uh as a side san diego quest. studios really had their hands full they, I mean, uh, with they, that video look, game <laughs> they haven't games done rodeos they don't know, games they don't can't just be that. baseball games anymore just can't it's got to have the the story part attached to it right um <laughs> that's the new the new road to the show yeah that involves, is yeah, involves uh, a rodeo uh i mean side sidetrack let's be yeah. honest though the team we all want to be uh, even as a Diamondbacks fan, this is the team we all want to be, right? We all want to be the Savannah Bananas. So there's <laughs> oh, there's the Savannah Bananas, uh, the show 23 edition. Uh, we also have uh, the PHNX D-backs edition, which look at that. Look at, how, look at how great we look on that cover, Jesse. We look so good oh on that gosh. cover. We? Yeah, we, we look great. We look great on that cover as Sweetheart. a duo. Sweetheart. Bro. <laughs> it's you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know why you even bothered to like even put me in there. Uh, well, at all, it's because frankly. in this particular picture, my arm was kind of cut off, so like that's not my full right arm there. That's where my arm ends. So I needed to leave you in the picture somewhat, or else it was just uh. an incredibly close-up shot of my face. And as beautiful <laughs> as that would have been, uh, still might not be as good as this one. This one might be my favorite. There Look is. at that, there Jesse. <laughs> Jesse with the sick rap four edition. <laughs> Talk about side quests. Oh, my God. You have no idea. You have to navigate your way to a salad and go with Tori Lovello in the front seat. <laughs> you have to properly hand him uh, the, uh, the ox, the ox That's part of it. Yeah, that's yeah. part of the minigame. So a lot of fun to be had there. I can't wait for MLB The Show, to be honest. Uh, mostly, uh, there is a mode for us to continue our discussion about uh, a hot dog being a sandwich or not. Which, by the way, it's fucking not a sandwich. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it's a taco. We've been She's over there. Kind of, she comes I don't hate opinions. that. Look, here's another. Someone brought up lobster rolls yesterday, right? Lobster rolls a sandwich. I get that. That's what you're thinking it is. But a lobster roll is a lobster roll for a reason. They call it a goddamn lobster roll because of the vertical orientation, just like a hot dog. Things can be something else. Not everything with bread and meat has to be a sandwich. Um, that's a that's part of MLB The Show 2023. So 
uh, enjoy that as well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a really the, multifaceted. There's, video I told game. you, they it's have really to. Have, hot, uh, it's really hot you can't there. just have a. You can't just have a one-player game anymore. It has to have multiplayer. It has to have side quests. It has to have all this stuff nowadays. Can I? Can I ask real quick? What do you sure. think of? Uh, so Edwin Diaz was the, was the last name on my list. Generally speaking, oh. MLB The Show has not had pitchers. If you go through. Every every MLB The Show cover that's ever been made, Shohei Otani is the only pitcher who has ever appeared on an MLB The Show cover. And Other could, games and have could, had pitchers. And you could argue he's not just a pitcher, right? So well, like, you, that would be a pretty good argument. Yeah, yeah he's not just a pitcher, yeah. right? Um, he's, so, he's an adorable scamp. But, but I still feel, when I was making that list, I still feel that if you put Edwin Diaz on a cover, yeah. that that still would... I don't know, maybe you put some trumpets on, on the cover too? Oh, I'd be, with, I'd, I don't know, I'd be down with it. Put he, Timmy he Trumpet... Has, <laughs> the background he's a, he's a reliever goes. obviously but he has i mean he's arguably the best reliever in the game or at least one of the best relievers in the game um and i think he just built such a recognizable brand last year that i still think people would get behind edwin diaz being being on the cover oh man now we're comparing hot dogs to die hard not being a christmas movie i just want to shut this chat down can we just shut the <laughs> chat down okay fine uh well so if you are here in the chat grab yourself some four peaks beer uh wherever you get your beer Four Peaks Brewing Company is the best. Uh, and of course, uh, we thank them for uh, letting us come to uh, their 8th Street Pub for our last Wednesdays. Make sure to join us if you can out there for that. Also, the Super Bowl is right around the corner. Enjoy a nice Four Peaks beverage during the game or check out Four Peaks 8th Street Pub, a great place to go watch the game. Have some chicken tendies. Enjoy yourself. Have a great afternoon. While you're there, make sure to check out their brand new beers. Their Staycation Super Juicy IPA is on tap currently. And their recreational juice dank IPA is available in bottles. So don't leave without taking some home with you. And also, speaking of the Super Bowl, uh, DraftKings is is your number one app on your phone. Make sure to have it. Make sure to download it right now for a limited time. All new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every single day. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Opt in and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use our code of PHNX. If you're a new customer, you can bet $5 on the NBA to get $200 in free bets instantly only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. Hey, Derek. Yes, ma'am. I hate to interrupt you, but I need to get on this topic. I, I really have to. I'm very passionate about this. Let's hear your uh, your your two cents on this. So welcome to the cube rule of food. Mm -hmm. This is oh my gosh, this is We're identifying this? Okay. based on where the starch is. Wow. Did you draw this? No. Okay. I'm not that talented. Okay. <laughs> talented in other aspects. This okay. is not one of them. All right, let's do this. So uh -huh. if you are saying hot dog, correct? Hot dog. So certain hot dog buns, mm -hmm. we often find that the bottoms sometimes rip, correct? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's very unfortunate. Yeah. But if you get a good bun quality bun yeah you got a bottom on it and two sides is what you're saying that bitch is a taco it's a taco right not a sandwich it's only a sure. sandwich if you have shitty buns is a oh man this this is blowing my mind here a little bit this kind of goes back to cereal being a soup jesse i i'm just not okay with taco being like a generalized category because uh -huh. a taco is clearly a very specific kind of food right is a euro a taco? This is based no, on where no. the starch well, is located. According to this, it is. No, but it's not. A taco is a taco. A euro is not a taco. A well, hot dog is not a taco. To, you were trying to we make all a hot know, dog a sandwich. We all know what a taco is. That's all I'm saying. You were making a hot dog a sandwich yesterday, Mr. A taco is a taco. 
<laughs> right, because it looks like number two. Yeah, whatever. I refuse to have this conversation again. <laughs> Me too. But we're going to continue to have it. <laughs> <laughs> Emma's um, just trying to stir trouble here as, as she usually does well yeah but I'm just like the, I had this argument with the Suns crew and Gerald was very passionate about it and he was he was passionate on, about a hot dog being a sandwich yes no it was completely it was a I don't even remember I had okay. like two brain cells that day nothing made sense but this made sense yeah. so I just wanted to bring it up yeah because you guys were arguing about whether a hot dog is a sandwich or yeah. not no she's a taco all right. Unless you just have really bad buns. But like at that point, take care of your glizzy. Jesse, Why would you Jesse told me he eats his uh <laughs> hot dog sideways and I Excuse I hate me? That. Yeah. He takes his fucking taco and he turns it sideways and he eats it like a sandwich. <laughs> and that's why he thinks that <laughs> no, it's a sandwich. That's so not what I that is not what I meant. <laughs> okay, now I need to know. I don't eat Jesse. it like a like a flute. If that like that's the that's No, but like, you're saying you turn it sideways and you eat it. One bun is on top, one bun is on bottom, the hot dog's in the middle, what, the ketchup and the mustard squirting out of the side? I have no idea. Where's your precious relish going, by the way? <laughs> I don't understand this, but it doesn't make sense to me. Oh, I hate it. Jesse, do you put toppings on your hot dog? And if so, what are they? I think we've had this conversation. He puts ketchup on his hot dog. Yeah, I put ketchup, and we've are, I've had this conversation with both of you on this show before. Yeah. I also put relish, relish. and I know yeah, that both she knows of you that. Think he knows that, that because is, we attacked him. Is terrible. For that vile so. vinegar weed that he puts on his. You well, know. I'm okay. Yeah. Everyone, I can't even comment on people's food choices because I have the palate of a toddler. She really does. She <laughs> didn't know. Like we give Jesse shit. She didn't know what a lobster roll was. And she I know what got, a lobster roll is. I just me never had it. For thinking that she would know what uh, it tasted like. No, 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 sir, kind sir. I know what a lobster roll is. I've seen it. I've been in the same presence as a lobster roll, but personally, not my choice. Not my forte. <sighs> I need help from an adult. I need help from an adult. Are you uh, calling yourself an adult? Yeah, I, I can't. No, I can't. It's not me. I can't. I, I can't help in this case. But, uh, you know, if you want to talk about more things uh, that are arguments with no conclusion, we could talk about ESPN posting more trade deadline candidates for 2023. Uh, and in this case, no early to be talking trade uh, deadline. Why are we doing this? We just we have nothing to talk about, so we gotta it's, we gotta figure out something six, to talk six about. Six months away, yeah. six months from I'll, today yeah, is the trade deadline. We better we a, better preview it. <laughs> I, I again, I would appreciate him writing an article on the top one hundred top one hundred prospects list more than I would appreciate this article. But I don't uh, think there are a hundred top one hundred. Uh, there could be. There, I bet there it kind of feels like there are, but I don't think I don't think there's a hundred. Uh, David Schoenfeld from ESPN. Sean Field had a uh, much more reasonable uh, set of candidates for the Arizona Diamondbacks than the earlier list we addressed that said that Christian Walker might be their likely trade candidate at the deadline. He ain't going nowhere. But uh, in this article, uh, he selected Pavin Smith and Dominic Fletcher as the D-backs most likely trade deadline moves, which actually makes quite a bit of sense. Uh, yeah. It's, it's uh, not only is it... Uh, something that we agree with, that would be a good move, especially Dominic Fletcher, considering his value uh, added to the fact that he is going to have a problem getting some playing time with the young core of guys that are up here right now. Uh, and Paven Smith, who's kind of kind of been lost in the shuffle a bit. Yeah, I, I think it, it is reasonable. I don't know how much you're going to get for Paven Smith in particular. I don't think Paven sure. Smith has, has much trade value at this point. Um, Dominic Fletcher probably still does have some some trade value. I don't think he would net you a whole, whole lot. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, he definitely has has value as a very, very good defensive center fielder. He can play center field. The D-backs don't really need center fielders, especially not ones that bat left-handed at this point. So both of those guys, in theory, on the depth chart, make sense that those would be trade pieces. I will say that Paven Smith theoretically does have a role as maybe a backup first baseman uh, for the D-backs. There, there is some some need for depth in that department. So um, I think they would need to have some assurance there um, before trading Paven Smith. But they do have Lourdes Gurriel Jr., in the organization who's also played some some first base. And that's another guy I would maybe mention as part of this list. That would be more so if things go south for the Diamondbacks. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is only under contract for just this one season. And so, you know, maybe maybe Jake McCarthy and Alec Thomas are playing great. And, you know, Evan Longoria is, is uh, you know, doing some good things in the DH spot. And you feel like you don't necessarily need that extra bat. Um, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. could be a, a piece that they look to move at the trade deadline as well. And, and the return per the article was simply bullpen arms, and that's something that we are absolutely here for. Uh, this should be the target for this team uh, now, then, and forever. But uh, really, <laughs> the Diamondbacks need to, I, I think, still bolster uh, their bullpen. I know that they have, you know, they've made some unproven moves, which could end up netting them in some wonderful results but yeah it, it definitely doesn't feel like they brought in the the kind of i guess rearming that we would like to see based on the performance of the bullpen in 2022 i, I think that yeah they're like their position player group should be set i don't yeah. i don't really see them needing to add any anything in that regard it's sort of like if their position players perform well then that's what's going to put them in position to be adding at the deadline in the first place so that's yeah i think it's 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 bullpen 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 and maybe they maybe they would want to add a starting pitcher depending on how things work out but they do have a decent amount of depth in that regard too so pretty much a guarantee that yeah. bullpen help is what they'd be looking for here's what i say is last year they actually did add proven arms and look what that ended up doing right so it wasn't great I, I am not really, I, I will say I'm cautiously optimistic about the changes they've made. And I'm cautiously optimistic that Mark Melanson will be better than what we saw out of him from last year. Hopefully this team as a whole will be better defensively. Uh, again, as much as we want to completely blame the bullpen, a lot of the like way those games unraveled last year wasn't entirely uh, the bullpen's fault. It was a team effort. It just, it, you know, you would love to see this team find some guys that they can just absolutely rely on last year even the arms that they could rely on like joe mantiply ended up eventually becoming a bit unreliable before the end of the season so yeah uh, we would love to see them uh you know get that back together i i still can't help feel like internally they still feel like the arms they had last year kyle nelson mantiply melanson some of those other guys really are are going to bounce back this year and have a better season than they did i just I don't know about always always banking on that, you know? Yeah. I almost feel like it got to a point with the bullpen where, like, it's like that thing in school where you're like, don't don't pick me. Don't pick me. Please don't pick me. Like, don't, you know what I mean? Like, the, the, that's, I mean, because that's that attitude that Lavallo kind of talked about in, in the clubhouse, right? Like, you know, maybe the problem with the bullpen <laughs> is it starts to be like it gets in their head where they think, like, I don't want to be the one to blow it tonight. Instead of that attitude of like, I want to be the one to go out there and, and you know, I want the ball, right? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, it felt like no matter what this team did, as far as a late inning bullpen move, it didn't work out for them. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know if if it necessarily got to the point where where like guys didn't want to pitch, <laughs> but but you know um, what I mean. Like it, it's it's a mentality sometimes that like maybe it's not that you don't want to pitch, but you're worried that you're going to go out there and screw it up more than you're worried yeah. that you're going to go out there and it's the kick kind ass, of thing that know? no like no pro athlete is ever going to come out and say something sure, like that. Sure. But it it is still reasonable to wonder if maybe that was in the back of their minds at some point it just felt it felt like it was something that encompassed the entire bullpen no matter who they tried to rely on you know yeah it wasn't wasn't great wasn't great um michael rokicki in the comments says they went 64 and 60 against everyone else uh 10 and 28 against the dodgers 17 and 29 in one run games so there's a case to be made they'll be better just on that alone uh and they went 74 and 88 to boot yeah uh, oh, and 10 and 28 total against L.A. and San Diego. So, yeah, there you go. 10 yeah. and 28 against San Diego and L.A., uh, which they are not going to be playing that many times, right? 26 games total this season against yeah. those two teams combined. So, hey, uh, maybe maybe all of these things combined for the Diamondbacks uh, to have a much improved 2023. And they were already one of the most improved teams in 2022. You would know great stuff like that if you were a diehard because you'd read every piece that Jesse has over on gophnx.com, including his recent piece on some of the Arizona Diamondbacks unlikely home runs in 2022. It's really nerdy, but it's fun. It, it is this one, fun. This it's one is very fun. fun. It's very fun. <laughs> uh, and of course, you get fun pieces like that being a diehard piece, not only a diehard member, not only from Jesse, but from Craig, Gerald, and Howard, everybody here at PHNX. You also get uh, exclusive merch discounts, 20% off over at the phnxlocker.com. Free piece of merch every year, either a hat or a shirt. You also get access to our members only Discord, members only discounts with our partners, member only invites to our events, as well as discounts on some of our events and so much more. So sign up to become a member today over at gophnx.com. We thank so many of you guys for doing so already. If you're here right now on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, make sure to sign, subscribe, sign up for notifications. That way, you know, when we go live, whether it's us or any of our uh, friends around here, also uh, leave us a thumbs up. We love those. Thumbs ups are the best. Uh, And also, if you're listening to us on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there. Leave us a review. We always appreciate you guys doing that as well. Uh, and if you really want to, like, if you want to get the premium version of listening or watching the show, whether you are a listener or a viewer, make sure to pick up OGs wherever you get your edibles. They are all about flavoring life, and they are all about coming up with new strains and new ways to enjoy their products, including their new strawberries and cream uh, happy balance THC to CBD ratio. Uh, it's hitting the shelves soon, and as always, you can find them at your local dispensary. Must be 21 or over to enjoy. And the uh, strawberries and cream uh, happy balance is is all about balancing between that CBD and the THC, which, again, kind of helps you enjoy all the benefits of THC without some of the euphoric feelings, maybe some of the feelings of, of, of being stoned that you might hear about, those stoned feelings, you know. So make sure to grab the happy balance if, if that's not your cup of tea. Uh, they also have a wide variety of uh, doses and strains to enjoy, including their sleep edition gummy which is one of the best things you can do to get a good night's sleep uh we hit five thousand followers on twitter yesterday you guys and we just wanted to thank everyone for their support uh it in the 17 months that we have existed uh we knew it was going to be an uphill battle at times we started this podcast after the <laughs> one of the worst seasons in franchise history right right in it was sandwiched right in between 
one of the worst it was seasons also in at franchise the end. history. It was at the and end of one of the worst right, seasons. In right. Yeah, we didn't history. start it at the beginning of one of the worst seasons. We started it after the worst season had pretty much after happened. After you knew it was going to be the worst, yeah, one of the worst September, seasons in franchise history. September of 2021. Uh, and then it was sandwiched in between that and a lockout. So um, <laughs> to say we had an uphill battle uh, would be saying the least. But uh, things weren't great. We knew, though, Arizona was baseball nirvana, and we knew – uh, that we had an absolutely outstanding fan base here. So we love you guys, and we appreciate you so much. Thank you to you all uh, for helping us get here. We have a bunch of stuff to give away, which we are going to be doing on Friday's show. Uh, actually, we're going to have like four little uh, gift packages to give away. So make sure to stay tuned. Uh, go to our Twitter account. We have a tweet out there if you want to be a part of this. Uh, make sure to follow all of the directions on there, and we will enter you into our drawing. Uh, and again, we appreciate you guys so much. Uh, for checking out the show, being here, being a part of this. Uh, we seriously, we can't thank you enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I fully remember those days, those early days when, uh, you know, tank season and uh, felt like that was sort of the only Diamondbacks narrative to talk about yes. at the time, Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, which is always a, a dark time for a fan base to go through. But it also blows my mind just how much the perception of of the future of the team has changed since then. I mean, we've only been around right for about a year and a half now, and it seems like this Diamondbacks team went from the lowest of lows to you know now there's still some questions, there's still some some things that have to get figured out. We're not talking you know World Series contending just yet, but um, but it is remarkable just how the the perceptions of this team has, has changed. You know, we've talked about all the top 100 prospect lists over and over and over again. And he's not point. saying it's because of us, but you're welcome. Is basically yeah, it, it is because of the, yeah, it's I'm just saying since between right the time when our show started yeah. and right now, everything's think, better. Things everything's have improved better, pretty right? drastically all the way around. Things were dreary. So. The future looked grim. And now there's hope on the horizon. <laughs> and you're welcome for it is what we're saying. <laughs> hey, you can doubt tank season and say it was dark days, but tank season led to Drew Jones, baby. We are not dumb fans around. Here we are, smart fans, and we are patient fans, and we know what we're doing. When we when we root for tank season, it's for a specific purpose. And now that we are seeing those top prospects list and seeing Drew Jones, who still hasn't played uh, a, a single inning of professional baseball, <laughs> ranked so highly on so many of these experts' lists, we know that tank season. What had a purpose, right? Even though uh, this guy over here strongly wanted Elijah Green, who's like 45th now. Uh, but Drew Jones fell into our lives, and uh, these wonderful things happen when you do like stuff like root for taxis, right? That's that's the great stuff around here. But uh, we thank you guys uh, especially for helping us get there because so many of you have been there since the beginning, since the days where we had like five people uh, watching this show. So we appreciate all of you for being a part of this and for helping us get to 5,000 because we know it's, it's because of you guys sharing our tweets and trying to get your friends to watch the show or at least follow the account that we got here. So we truly appreciate it. And as our thank you, make sure to tune in on Friday uh, and we'll be giving away some stuff to you guys, all, all of you. So thank you. Uh, one last thing is sadly, Zach Granke is off the market. I think we saw a tweet earlier uh, about that or, or message about trading for Zach Granke. But uh, <laughs> we are sad to say Zach Granke is no longer a free agent. He has re-signed with the Kansas City Royals, where he should have re-signed, yeah, to be honest. That I mean, that's, kinda, we it's all the fitting ending that. for his career, I would say. But uh, Granke continues to be just an incredible person, and we wish him the best, uh, even though we really didn't think the Diamondbacks were going to go after him. we just, we just, just, I just wanted it. I wanted it. 
It, I mean, it sounds like Zach Greinke is probably going to be the Kansas City Royals opening day starter, which is <laughs> which is just incredible to me. And I don't know. Like, I think this will be uh, Zach Greinke's last year in the big leagues, but I don't know. I mean, the man had a 3.68 ERA last year and didn't strike anyone out. So, you know, who's to say this year he can't have a, have a similar season and just continue to show that he still has something to offer. The deal that he got with Kansas City pays a decent amount of money. Um, according to MLB.com's Mark Feinsand, uh, it's worth between eight to ten million dollars in base salary, and then there's some performance incentives and whatnot on top of that. So, uh, you know, we were talking about Granky the other day and how he didn't want to po- pony up the extra few pennies for uh, for guacamole at Chipotle. That's right. Uh, three. Yeah, I, I don't know if I don't know if another ten million dollars is going to move the needle on that, but uh, <laughs> but Granky is you know has earned well over a quarter of a billion dollars at this point in his big league career, and and he's one of the best. I mean, he just Absolutely. continues to contribute uh, even as he ages, and he will always be a treasure that baseball fans everywhere <laughs> will will enjoy. So yep, excited absolutely. to see him back next Wish him year. the best. Wish him the best. Uh, two weeks from today, you guys, two weeks from today, we will be out at Salt River Fields for the very first time. Pitchers and catchers report uh, 15 days from today, but two weeks from today, we will be out there uh, checking out the new uh, demonstration of the new baseball rules. We have no idea what that means, but we're very excited (laughs) to be invited to it. We can't wait to see exactly what they're going to show us. Uh, I mean, do do we get to do we get to touch the old bases? And I'm hoping that we get to participate. Oh, God, yes. I get to be on the mound and I get to experience what the pitch clock is. I want them to make uh, me do defensive like you can't. This is what a defensive shift is. You could stand over here but now you can't stand you, you want to try to break the defensive shift rules i want to be a part of it but it's going to be exciting and yeah no better weeks, way no better weeks. way to spend valentine's day no kidding right? yeah, me and what, this else, guy what together, else would i rather do and baseball like <laughs> how can you not be romantic about that get out of here but yeah of course we are very excited for that so uh buckle up because baseball will be here before we know it uh, and we are very excited for it. We've already seen some pictures from the D-back social media accounts of like They're out uh, there. Corbin Carroll out there just putting that work in. So uh, we are very excited. Uh, and you guys should be too. Uh, make sure, if you haven't done so already, download the Underdog Fantasy app because I will tell you it is the best way to enjoy fantasy sports with your friends, uh, to still do daily fantasy, to be able to wax the floor with your friends and win some cold, hard cash. You also have pick'em games. And don't forget, we are riding on pitch counts in 2023. So download the fantasy, uh, Underdog Fantasy app. Uh, as Jesse would say, be an overdog on the Underdog Fantasy app. Uh, everyone's course, an overdog. Everyone's, o- everyone's an overdog on the Underdog Fantasy app. But it's this easy to get started. Uh, go to underdogfantasy.com. Or download the app, sign up with promo code PHNX, and Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. So we're making you some money over at the Underdog Fantasy app. Enjoy it. Uh, have fun with your friends. And most importantly, ride with those pitch counts, higher and lower. That's right. That's what we're doing. Uh, and then once you save your money, go over to Game Time, save more money. Uh, win some money, I mean, over on Underdog. Save money on Game Time. Go over to Game Time. Grab your tickets for concerts, sporting events, and more. Uh, it's it's that time of the year, man. Stuff is crazy. I'm not going to suggest that you go on the day of the Super Bowl to Game Time and try to buy Super Bowl tickets. I'm not <laughs> suggesting that. But what I am saying is, would it really hurt to check it out the day of and just see what's available? I don't 
Who knows? The, the Who Super knows? Bowl tends to play by different rules sure, than, than sure, most other sure. sporting you say events. That, but, but you know, you might maybe. be able to save sixty percent on Super Bowl tickets. Who knows? Crazier things have happened. So make sure to download the Game Time app, as Jesse would say, one of the most aesthetically pleasing apps that you can download. Uh, and save yourself up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. Procrastinators rejoice. It is our time. Uh, the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. And make sure to wait till the last minute. I'm not even joking about that. You will literally see tickets drop. Like uh, for a show on Friday, Wednesday they'll be one price. Thursday they'll be lower. And come Friday, you might even see them for a ridiculously low price amount and i'm joking about the super bowl they're not going to be on there you guys but anyway uh, <laughs> it still wouldn't hurt to look though over on the game time uh app so make sure to do that uh we appreciate you guys for being here we appreciate uh, mlb the show for giving us so much to talk about and argue about <laughs> uh specifically then we can't wait to we need to stream that we need to get down on uh maybe a little uh, little, uh yeah MLB the show action between the two of us i know jesse will probably i will probably destroy you yeah i'm gonna let him talk that shit like he did about ping pong and remember how that went so anyway uh if you don't remember make sure to follow us on social media because i try to remind him every single day i'm at cap underscore caveman with a k he is at Jesse N. Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But, of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you so much for stopping by. On behalf of Emma, Jesse, and myself, we always appreciate your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when one of your players is on the cover for MLB The Show. 